So turn off your television sets, turn them off now, turn them off right now, turn them off and leave them off, turn them off right in the middle of a sentence I'm speaking to you now, turn them off! What a lovely countdown. Dee, thank you. Thanks for joining us for another episode of our last week's episode. We're recapping episode four of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Once again, this show has earned its name back. But before we get into everything, let's introduce the co-host, Courtney. How's it going? It's good. I wish everyone could see your screen name, though. John Walker yeah. got beat to sleep. Yes, my screen name is John Walker got beat to sleep. I can't wait to get to that. I'm, like, I like. I want to get like, there now, but <laughs> I want to get there now. But this was like on that alone. This was an A plus episode. Give me yes. that shit constantly yes. in my veins. But yes. I'm doing great because I'm intoxicated. <laughs> and I wasn't. I wasn't intoxicated at that moment, and I literally yelled. So that was great. <laughs> well, we're glad we're glad to have you here. D, how's it going? I am great, and I wish that I could have changed my name because it would say the Dora Milaje have jurisdiction wherever they find themselves to be. Yeah, how dare exactly. how dare you? But before we go any further, um, I'll take the recap of last week's episode this week because D, you 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 got you got your vaccine, you got the five G flowing through your system, and your memory may be spotty, so I'll take it. So upgrade is still kind of like downloading, it's glitching a little bit. Yes, yes. I just got it yesterday, so it's working out the kinks. We do a power cycle. Yeah, going from four to five G. So on last week's episode. <laughs> See, now, you now, it see. No, I got it. No, no, I got it. No, I got it. So you, so you've Sam been had Bucky. your second shot. So you don't. So, you're, like, so you Sam, have to pull up, right? So Sam and Bucky were like, "We need to go see Zemo," and Bucky is like, later says, "Like, well, hypothetically, what if we break him out?" It turns out that they broke him out. So they go to Madripoor, and we and we talk about Madripoor as like a major hub of like underground crime in Marvel. Also, um, it's where Wolverine met Captain America. So they go to Madripoor to see the power broker. Um, but they bump into Sharon Carter along the way. That may be important later. So um they don't get the um they don't get the power broker, but they get Selby. Selby leads them to a doctor who disappeared during the blip, but he came back. Now he's reproducing the super soldier serum. He was working on um extracting it from you know hmm Henrietta Lacks basically to to <laughs> to to uh to make it make it more pure and I wish you could see the air quotes I'm saying more pure so pure. yeah Zemo kills the doctor now the um the remaining vials of the of the super soldier serum are like just out in the world but Zemo kills the doctor okay they were kind of like okay why the hell did you do that but anyway Sherry Carter shows up, people show up, you know, they you know there's a, a shootout ensues. So they take Zemo to <laughs> they take Zemo to uh to a hideout basically. But Bucky knows something, notices something weird. So he tells the guys to go upstairs and he's like, Hey, I'm just gonna go for a walk. And that's when we bump into yes, Io the door Melange. Yes, yes. So <laughs> that's the recap. Something so oh, an honorary Wakandan would uh would would, would know. <laughs> so that's 
last week's episode. Now let's get into this week's episode. General impressions. D, let's start with you. How would you feel about this episode? I have words. Um, I don't have the words to properly put into about how I felt about it as a whole. Like, I'll be able to talk through it, but like my reaction to the entire thing was just like, wow. And it's one of those things where it's like every time I say this show is going to be trash, something happens and I'm like, okay, oh, my bad. It's not so bad after all. So I really, really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I, I don't want to give away too much before we start talking, but yeah, thumbs up, two thumbs up. Courtney, what about you? I fucking loved it. Like I said, I don't know if it's because I'm drunk, but and I've been drunk for quite a while today. <laughs> But um, I really enjoyed it. Like I said, like the action scenes, what they needed to be, not too much. I'm going to say it. Watching a bunch of, you know, watching black women beat up Mega Man was just what I needed to see in my life. It's not, I didn't, it's one of I didn't know what I needed, but it's what I needed. It was just so, oh, God, like it was like, I know it's not the only part of the episode that was great. But it was the best part of the episode. I'm just going to say. But just I enjoyed every aspect of the episode. The dialogue. The action scenes were what they needed to be. Um, and Disney went some places metaphorically and visually. And I'm like, I mean, duh, they should be doing it. Where I'm just like, Disney? Okay. I, okay, I guess I'm wrong. Because I said you weren't going to go there. And we're, start, we're starting to go there. So... I know there's got to be some writers of color in that room because that was not written by white people. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> no, that's, there was no, no that's way. There yeah. was no way that like white people would not be clever enough to think of something what, like what we're going to get into. So, yeah, I, I think the shift in this episode, well, not this episode, excuse me, the shift in the show happened when they moved away from like, going into the characters and their backstory because honestly once again these characters aren't that interesting so it start it stopped being character driven and started being story driven now they're getting into some interesting things now just like we say every week they get into like a lot of themes that haven't been explored in the mcu and quite quite frankly are pretty interesting when you take a look at it like there are like so many things happening um all at once through this show and now because so much pre like pressure has been relieved from Sam and Bucky to like be like the stars of the show they kind of get to be themselves within like this really good story so I'm glad that they built like a pretty compelling story around these two minor characters because they could just be themselves now so I say all that to say this like I feel like this is definitely a peak of the show and they're onto something I, I was skeptical after watching that first episode because it was it was like hot dog water it was terrible but this is so so much better this is like i'm actually excited for like the episodes that follow because there's like a lot to do in a short amount of time so you know that there's not going to be any time wasted it was you thought it was terrible i thought the first episode was like no it was worse than terrible it was aggressively mediocre like it wow. was the best okay. way that I could say it, like violently mediocre. Yes. Mm. Like almost I like hated any episode. It's I, like I how I think we, I went into it thinking something else and it just No, no, I went no, into no, it like, oh, like, this is worse than I thought. You know the <laughs> vibes that we before it's this episode, you know the vibes that we get from John Walker? Like that's the vibes I got from the whole episode. 
yeah. and not in like an intentional way. It's just like I hate both of them, and they're both like very boring. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yes. I'm telling you, I'm like a genius when I'm drunk. I don't know. I don't know. I like maybe it's because I like Bucky. Maybe that's what it is. That's what it is. I swear, every every time I hear you talk about how you like a specific like white Marvel character, every time I go straight to Twitter, there's like a fan cam of him, and it's just like immediately the first thing I see. I'm like, why is D manifest manifesting this into the universe? You know, love everybody. Bucky. With a do rag yes, on, holding a pack of Newports. We already like, did. We already made no, this meme. We we don't need to see that. No. Mm-hmm, they the already world did needs it. the White Wolf. <laughs> you know who does need the White Wolf? Ayo, apparently, because she we we <laughs> well, we go. She had the White Wolf. Exactly. Exactly. So, so this episode starts with um with us seeing how um the. Once a soldier programming was removed, and this whole time, like we thought it was like mostly Shuri, but it turns out that she had a huge part in it, and it it it, it makes it makes you it makes you wonder. It makes you wonder. They're in the they're in the cave, and it's like a very like intimate moment. Like they're not very like close, romantic. Like, but it's like definitely like intimate. It's not romantic. Like there's ways where like not everything has to be romantic, but when you see two people and you can tell they're intimate. Yeah, like those are the vibes that you're at, and I was like, "Hmm, hmm." I mean, she, like you said, even if nothing happened between them, which is fine. Like nobody's, I don't think anybody's necessarily shipping them. The idea that they got close is, is pretty much in your face. But the fact that they were intimate is is just the truth. And like you said, it doesn't doesn't mean that they were romantically involved but they were in a very intimate situation because it seemed like it was just the two of them yeah and also i'm just like well to get later like she trusts him in ways where i don't think someone would trust somebody if they weren't intimate she called this man did she call this man like by his by his yeah she called this man james James. which you don't that white wolf james you don't do James B. Cannon Barnes. Yes, she called this man James. So maybe everyone had the maybe when everyone picked up the right vibes from him from episode one. Who knows? Nah, saying, if, yeah. if if they I end up a thing, if they end up a thing, I'm bringing I'm bringing Doctor Umar on for the finale <laughs> because nah, and I wouldn't be mad at it. We cannot have like, this in Wakanda. You're in Wakanda, and you was in Wakanda. Wakanda. Like, come on, come he was on. like, yeah. yeah. This was like the last samurai being Tom Cruise. Like, man. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But no, that was um, that was a it it was cool to see how that that programming was removed because, like I said, I think we, I think we thought he went like maybe like to Sherry's lab and she like got into his head, or maybe that did happen. But we do see that she that Ayo had a huge huge part to play in it. That was so, some really good acting on on mm-hmm. his part too. It, no, like, it that was, was yeah. excellent acting. And once again, B, if you're listening to go back, Sebastian Stan is a really good actor. So and that and that and that scene alone shows it. That's what I'm saying. More Sebastian. We want more. We need <laughs> more. Wait, but just stop with the fan cams. Y'all are just I, I'm I'm guessing people just miss Chris Evans. Yeah. I agree. Okay, let's get into it. So yeah, we we so we we flashed a present time, and basically Zemo is there 
chilling, they're talking, and Io is like, hey, I don't know what the hell you think this is, but we need you back in Wakanda, like right now. And then and then she was like, James, I can't believe you broke him out. And then it was like, hey, hey, it ain't even like that. You know, we just trying to do some things. We need him. She's like, cool. I give you eight hours. But not well, not eight hours speaking, and one minute. He's also speaking Wakanda to her. And I'm just like. Exactly. I, I heard that. I was like, like, how long was he in Wakanda for? Yeah, I was going to say, how long was he there, though? Because we don't Because really he was, like, speaking him. the language. Mm-hmm. He was there for a while, I would assume. And it was like in the way where like if you're fl- if you speak another language like you're like okay I'm talking shit about this person so they don't know exactly I'm like you, you have to know a language pretty well and it like the person has to know you know for you to be talking shit about somebody in it and yeah, it's it and it's, I think you have to put into perspective too there's no reason for them to teach him the language because they all speak English so there was oh my God. he was he was really down with the Wakandans I guess I mean unless they. Um, Unless they taught him in his programming, nah, but why would they? She, I mean, she, she was whispering that sweet. Not, not the Wakandas. I'm saying the the whoever programmed him I'm to be the saying, Winter Soldier. I can speak from to. experience. There's only one thing that makes you want to learn another language like that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just okay. speaking from experience. So, so how's your Spanish, Courtney? But no, it's, so go it's just improving. <laughs> it's better than my French now, and I took French for six years. <laughs> But yeah, going back to the episode, it, it, to me, to me, it's it's kind of improbable that he would have already known Wakandan because basically you don't like cross what like you don't just cross Wakandan. So Especially I don't as a Caucasian exactly. So I don't think like during his time as the Winter Soldier, he ever crossed the Wakandan because that like that would have been it for him probably. But and because they're so seclu- they were so secluded prior to that time so and secretive remember like no exactly. one, like, no one knew everyone just thought they were just like this like you know down yeah. bad african country because that's what they presented themselves it wasn't until they were outed they were like oh this is like the richest and most powerful nation in the world so yeah it's it's definitely plausible that she taught him Wakandan. And amongst other things, but <laughs> but so they help, and and I need y'all help for this one. So one thing um, about this show that totally slipped my mind, like one like subplot point, the Mama Dunya thing. Like somebody explain that for me. Like I, I like I like faintly know who she is, but that's kind of one I like just totally like glossed over, and I'm like. Okay, I don't remember her. I don't remember much of her significance either. It feels like she's like a like the like over an orphanage almost. Um, yeah, that's what I feel like. like. She's she's like the mother, yeah, of all of these orphans or all of these children that come into whatever it is. So she's almost like (laughs) she's a candidate for like a certain you know back to better turn. But it seems like she's the mother. All of them. To all of them who didn't, or even if they did have one, she's the surrogate mother to all of them. Basically. I just pi- I just pictured like Madame Cicely Tyson on the porch, at, not on this land, like this land. My Angelou- oh, this land. <laughs> may she rest in peace. Yeah, may she rest in peace. But but yeah, so this episode's um, they basically make the Mama Dania's um, funeral as the place where they're going to meet Carly and Sam says, you know, this is my wheelhouse. I, I I talk to people who have PTSD, who are going through things. Let me talk to her. 
So that's the that's the plan. They're trying to infiltrate this funeral basically to get to Mama Danya and to get to Carly through Mama Danya's funeral. That's when when, add yes. Zemo's the one that that made that happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just want yeah, to make I sure was, we don't leave that out. Yeah. No, no, I was just about to add that because Zemo grabs the 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 Turkish delights, and and that's a that's a good scene because once again it shows you like how like charming of a villain Zemo is, and he's like, "Hey, kids, by the way, if if someone walks up with Turkish delights, don't take them." But Zemo walks up with the Turkish delights. He's like, "Hey, kids, can you tell me what's going on?" By the way, these two men they're very very bad. So they actually find the location. Um, Sam is hiding out. He waits for the funeral to end and he goes and talks to Carly. And he's doing well until Courtney. Until this motherfucker, overconfident white man, just like walks in and he's like, let me tell this dude about how I know better through violence. And it's just like, and they try to tell him, like, he's like, just let him talk to him. Just again, and at this point, I was just so annoyed. I'm like, and I'm just like, what a typical like white man move though. So he just walks in and makes things violent. And he immediately breaks the trust that Carly had with Sam. Cause they were like genuinely having a moment where he was like, I don't, and this is kind of like what we were talking about the last episode. We don't disagree with, with, you know, what they're thinking and what they're feeling. It's just like, I don't agree with you killing um, innocent people. So, um, and as soon as they kind of have that point where we're like, we're kind of like almost on the same terms, he, he just barges in and completely breaks that trust and a lot of fighting breaks out. So, yeah. And a part of it, <clears throat> excuse me, is I would say is because he told her he was alone and I'm like, okay, well, mm-hmm. he, I mean, he's lying, but I think maybe he's just saying I'm, I'm here in this But I mean, we, he didn't right know now. that John alone. Walker was there. But she thought he was alone. And then the plan, like you were saying, he was doing a great job. So the plan, it was a really good plan. Like, it's not because he wasn't trying to manipulate her in any way. He was really just trying to talk to her. Yeah. And it would have worked. It was working. But it wasn't working fast enough for John. And because of that, they left Zemo alone because that's the smart thing to do. He's already broken out of prison. And you leave him handcuffed to something and think that's enough. Sure. So Gerald Ger Walker is like the CEO's uncle. And you're like, hey, man, how'd you get this job? He's like, oh, the CEO is my uncle. And I'm like, and then you're like, oh, well, I had to do three unpaid internships. And I had to go through, you know, this entry level position for a part years, time. But, yeah, but glad to see that you're here. Though. So, because John Walker, um, he obviously thinks. Like and this isn't something you can like He's step up into. The person that got into the position because of nepotism, but they're right. convinced they're fully qualified. Yeah, the the holding that shield and being Captain America isn't something like you can just simply step up into, and that's what John Walker believes. He's like, so I deserve everything this. He did is I terrible. deserve this. I need this. And like that's what makes him so likable because like the whole time he's in like that that's the argument with like Bucky and Sam, like they're like neither of us deserve this shield. But this MAGA man the whole time is like this shield belongs to me. <laughs> And you're just I still like, think it's, I still think it's bravado and fake confidence. I honestly no, it I is. Think oh, it is. He, we know he that. knows. Like even before he got his ass whooped, he knew. Well, I mean, I will say that, but I mean, Carly from later in the ass. episode, yeah, so. and then <laughs> like, later in the episode, we find out. Yeah. So Carly beat him up once. Then just watching the women super beat soldiers him up. beat him up 
again, because he busted in on the, you know, conversation, it was going so, I think that's what just, pisses me off the most. It was really just going the women, well. Just him getting beaten up by women this whole episode is just. Oh, oh, Ronnie, we got to make sure you add that she had the serum. She would have got it. So she yeah, had it so on she- yeah, yeah. So she she had the serum, and it Zemo smashed most of it up. At least we almost thought almost all but, but one, right? All but one, and then just like we thought, John, because because he's he's a little bitch boy, he grabs a <laughs> vial of serum, and he looks around. He's like, "Hey, my lucky day!" And he slides it into his pocket. And um, before that, he actually made a comment towards Bucky, and he was like, oh, "Look, lucky, lucky you! You have the serum." Flowing through you, and Bucky's just like, "What the fuck is your problem?" Bucky's like, first of all, who invited you here?" Like, no one wanted you here. (laughs) No one wanted you here. First of all, (laughs) and oh, another point. While we're on the serum and Bucky, I I really like the fact that they asked, they had um, Falcon or Sam say to uh, Zemo, "You want the serum gone, and you don't think it works for everybody? And what about Bucky?" Zemo was kind of like. What about Bucky? Yeah, this is like, I mean, almost like if you wasn't here, there would be no Bucky. Yeah. So I, I think Zemo has every intention of killing every super soldier. I mean, that means every, including, including Bucky. Bucky. Yeah. He hasn't yeah. been shy about that, though. Like, I will say that he has a mission, and so far he has done everything he can to fulfill that mission. And Bucky just gonna have to be last, but he's trying to get the rest of them. And, when, and I was uh, hoping it wouldn't be one of those things where it was like he said all this stuff about the serum and then he kept one on the low. But of course, you know, it ended up being the one he gave. I mean, that what's his face took John took the one the, thing the, I, I like, and I predicted this happening, and just because Bucky kept instead kept saying, Well, he's a means to an end. But they like this dude's very smart, and they're like, "You didn't think that he was looking at y'all as a means to an end either." I was mm-hmm. like, "Why is no one picking up on this?" And of course, he had his. We'll get into it. But he had his like little. And they even said an El Chapo moment. <laughs> Quite literally, they stole an El Chapo escape tactic. Yeah, which I was like, okay, sure, okay, but <laughs> like, how how is how did he know it was going to be there? Look, you know, it's it's the MCU. You can make anything happen. You know what? He's rich, so I'm not going to question anything. I was going to say, he may have... Didn't he put them there? That's true. Does he not put them there? So it's very possible that that's one of... Again, I don't don't question the capabilities of rich people. Yeah, Yeah, he knew knew where the candy was. He knows where the tea... I think that's his place. So that's probably one of the reasons he picked it. Like, okay, I know how to get out of here. So, yeah. Yeah, that, that actually looks a lot like um, the room that Zemo killed one of the Rosso brothers in 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 um in Civil War, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Like someone Good feel catch. free to you know, someone feel free to correct me on that. But it looks a lot like that place. So yeah, let me know. But um, I want to get to the conversation between John Walker and Lamar because after John Walker caught the hands, he and Lamar are talking, and he's basically saying like, well, you know. Lamar is saying, like, you deserve this. You know, you went through a lot over there. You deserve this, yada, yada, yada. But um, John Walker's like, well, I'm I'm still a little baby. I, I'm not strong enough. I'm getting my ass whooped. Would you take the serum if you were given a chance? Lamar says, hell yeah. 
And then he also says something very important. The serum just makes you more of the person you already are. And Ooh, and he wasn't lying. Mm-hmm. And he was not lying. But he overestimated his friend. I mean, it's just like, I don't know. He, he, he thought he genuinely, I think, thinks that John is a good person. Yeah. Here, here's the thing that I think um, a lot of people, and I want to say we had a person kind of um, playing devil's advocate when it came to John earlier on Twitter. And I wasn't mad at that conversation because it's like, okay, well, we can talk about, you know, these things that you think are, are, are going on in his mind. The issue I have with it is, it's like they're trying to make him better than he is when he is showing us who he is. And he has been from the beginning. There's no, like, I think they said something to the effect of he was, he thought he was trying to capture a supremacist. And I'm like, no, no, he didn't. Like, he didn't. And at this point, even if he did, maybe, maybe, because they are, you know, kind of radical at this point. But John... John is trying to do that thing where it's like, I am the law. So you do what I say, period. There is no, there's no discussion. There's no compromise. There's no talking you down. There's no nothing. There is, I said, do it. So you do it right now. And because it's not moving as fast as he wants it to be, he's losing his patience and he keeps getting his ass whooped. So there's no like, Oh, I'm just this this great cop, and I just want justice. It's just that these people aren't respecting me, and I demand respect. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, I just realized like that's some mm. good writing. He, they basically made him like just basically a cop. <laughs> it's yeah. like mm. it, before he even said cop, I was just like, oh, the writing. I didn't mm. even catch that. The writing is very cop like. You don't say. Hmm. That's where I was like, hmm, Disney. Okay. Yeah, because that's very much what it is. Like he he is getting his ass up. He's demanding respect that he doesn't reserve the deserve, excuse me, because I, I want to point this out too. Like it, it's corny and we make fun of it, but when Steve Rogers would approach a villain, he he'd try to talk to the villain first, like, hey man, don't do this, don't do this. But we can have it the other way if you want it. But he would try to talk the villain down first, whereas John's like really kill people either. Exactly. John is like, I am the law. You must do what I say. Like, nah, like no one like who are you? Who are you? No chin. Like, who are you? So. So, yeah. And and I'd like to say one thing that this episode did like beautifully. And and we talk about how MCU shows try to hold your hand. We don't actually see John take the serum. That's oh my gosh! That's another reason I love this is because again they didn't like assume their audience was stupid, like just they're they're again they're showing me they can do better even though they they did that a little bit in past episodes. It's like it's okay if you infer things, right? Mm-hmm. We don't have to see it, and we it makes it's made very obvious that he did when he smashes through the door and all that glass breaks, and he's like, oh. Mm. I'm like, that's all you had to show the audience. That's all you had to, if like anyone else wasn't getting it, that's all they needed to see. Mm-hmm. Well, too, and when he bent the pipe or whatever it was, mm-hmm. and, um, Sam was like, what did you do? Like, you know, like, oh my God, what did you do? But I think the point, the the important thing is just like you said, Ronnie, Steve was more of a, hey, if you want it, you can get it. Let me know. Like, mm-hmm. let me know. And John is like, no, 
this is what's going to happen. Like you are going to get it. And if I'm I it's great, but other than that, this is going to happen. And I will say I'm racism is a, <laughs> is a very ugly thing. And people like, because I've seen it, there are people who can genuinely love and care for a black person. Ooh, a talk about it. What my, what my Jamaican air horn? <laughs> and not care about the collective, right? Mm-hmm. So, so it's it's very fair to say that that John was hurt and upset and heartbroken because his friend is dead. It's also very fair to say that John is a racist because I mean we have like people that have like <laughs> like gone to MAGA rallies that are married to black women. Yeah, that he might not be right. Like that's shown us racism. He is definitely though. If you want to talk supremacy, he's he's a supremacist for sure. There's one of those exactly. people. It's like they don't for have sure. to say anything about racism for you to know that they're racist. Yeah, it's because he's aura. putting himself on a pedestal, and it's and it's not even Captain America that he's put on a pedestal. That would be. I think that would even be different. He's put himself up there not not i am captain america so i have to have this certain level of respect it is i am john and i'm also captain america so y'all need to show me this respect it's a Mm -hmm. very 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 big difference and for people to pretend they don't see it it's wild to me so so d walk with me here so it's (laughs) almost like someone goes through a particular training they put on a uniform, and once they put on that uniform, they feel like that uniform commands respect, not the person. That's what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. So, like, so walk with me. So you're saying that even though that uniform is supposed to be, you are a person that keeps the peace. You put the uniform on, and you think I am the person that demands respect. Peace oh be that. Oh my god! Wow! Wow! This sounds familiar. I can't quite put my finger on where it's I've right, heard it's this right before. there. It's right yeah. there. But it sounds right it sounds really, really familiar. There. And you know okay. what? Even so, though Steve Rogers didn't stop the civil rights movement <laughs> when he could have, I mean, George Wallace was right there. You definitely didn't have to kill him. You just had to like drop him in the ocean. Yeah. But um he at least like he didn't care if you respected him like he was gonna respect everybody like he mm-hmm. was like truly a wholesome individual so it's just very interesting to the i think we'll get into it like this is a very good allegory of what steve rogers is what people think america is and then john walker is what america actually is oh lord right. let me find john my Jamaican that horn again <laughs> let me find my because i'm cause telling you are, my mind on alcohol is just like yeah, John is Hollander. Right. So one more question though. The um Yeah, go ahead. I think you mentioned too, maybe it may have maybe been on the timeline, but there was like almost a test or a um a series of tests that Steve passed before he was offered the serum. Mm-hmm. And that is why you shouldn't just give it to anybody. I'm exactly. assuming Isaiah may not have done the same thing because he was more of a um a test subject mm-hmm. instead of a person that was going to get this thing because I'm sure by the time Steve got it, they were like, oh, okay, this it works. But mm-hmm. Steve has had proved himself to be selfless repeatedly mm-hmm. before he was given it. And John, we see, is not. So it's almost like giving, yeah, like you said, it's like it's it's that antithesis. It's almost it's he's so, become homelander. 
So once again, D, so he passed a series of physical tests, but didn't have to go through any morality or purity test to prove he was worthy of that uniform. Just physical tests. And he doesn't and it doesn't seem like he has a grasp of like just law and how you know it works. And <laughs> sorry, I can't even keep a straight face now because it's very obvious. Like the it is very is very analogous to something that's happening today. I mean, it the end it is. is once we get to the end. Of course, we'll have a lot to say. But the end, John is, Walker gives very. Why didn't you just comply? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. So yeah, let, let's set let's set the scene and go there. So but wait, uh, we, have we talked about him getting his ass whooped by? By the, I forget the name of the of the body. Oh yeah, because yeah. that's the catalyst that's for him. The, that's the it. catalyst. But here's okay. the thing: uh, it's like beautiful. Like they whoop everybody's ass first of all, because they're there for um for Zemo. Mm-hmm. And while everyone's fighting, Zemo has this little El Chapo escape. But they they beat the shit, and he was like so pathetic, and he's like, they're not even super soldiers. Which was, but here's the thing, this is where it gives racist vibes, because it's like, he thinks that he should be better than them, and he's like, they're not even super soldiers, like, that's the vibe I got, and I'm like, but they're, like, the most powerful warriors in the world, but, he like, instead of him just being like, well, they're the most powerful warriors in the world, he's like, damn, they're not even super soldiers, like, he, in my opinion, I I could be, like, looking too much into it. No, you're not. Like, I was like. He's looking down on them, it's even though army, they whooped his ass. It's an army of women selected specifically for the sole purpose of protecting a king. They are as skilled, if not more skilled, than the king who holds the title Black Panther. So, See? so, so, no, no, no. See, Indeed, did you get those vibes? Because you walked away. So, what I was saying was, is that. Like, I got racism vibes from John Walker because when he had the whole, well, they're not even super soldiers. Like, he overlooked the fact that they're, like, the most powerful warriors and bodyguards in the world. And he and he was, like, he didn't even care about that. He was, like, they're not even super soldiers. Instead of, like, well, damn, I got my ass kicked by, like, the most powerful warriors in the world. He, he's looking down on them. And I'm, like, mm-hmm. I'm, like I'm, I'm still in my mind. I, like, the fact that they're black women is part of that. Yeah, it's it's like it's it's not giving respect to the fact that they're better than you, but more so looking at yourself like I wasn't. It's it's just that I wasn't good enough. Like mm-hmm. if I were if I were something else, then I would have won. Completely ignoring the fact that they're and just he doesn't that good. have that energy towards no, like this. But if, if like if like a white man beat him, and that's where I'm just like, it's already proven he's a racist and a misogynist. I'm sorry. And D, you raised a good point, I think, on the timeline. What really just, you know, put a bee in his bonnet is that not only did he get his ass whooped, she took his shield and she was like, you're going to get the shield when I'm ready for you to have it back. That she infuriated twice, him. Though. Like I, but you, she, she did it twice because they threw the spear. So mm-hmm. it's like, not only like I don't have it, nobody can have it yet. So now it's stuck and you can't get it. So he had to submit to that. Like, damn, I can't get it out. Then when she took, she she easily took it out because he couldn't mm-hmm. get it out. She mm-hmm. took it out. Then she took the shield and, and, and wore it for a second. Like, yeah. 
Like this doesn't make you Captain America. Just like I'm not Captain America, this doesn't make you Captain America. This that, is that moment. That, that moment, that moment is like as a COVID vaccine. Look, I'm just look, saying that moment. Like, give me that in my arm right now. It will protect me against any disease in this world. <laughs> that moment is Alan Iverson stepping over Tyron Lue in, in <laughs> Game One of the Finals. Like that moment is like that. He's like, now what? What, what are you gonna do? Now what? It's, have y'all ever seen like? You know how you're dealing with a child and they're throwing a tantrum and you uh -huh. have something and you hold it and you let the baby get whatever they want out. And then you say, you know, like, you OK, you done. Mm -hmm. OK, are you done? Here you go. And that's exactly how it was. She just looked at him for a second like, you OK. All right. Here's your toy back. We got to go. And he was like, like deflated. Like, seriously, mm -hmm. I could see his whole. It's just like it, it just. It just crushed him. Put that shit in the Smithsonian is all I'm yes. saying. Well, see, that's the, that's the difference. Instead of it humbling him, which it should have done, it enraged him. He's like, and that is why. Black women yeah. try to be better than me. Right. Even though I was the one tripping. Like, he was because it, it, he did that whole hey, rage. Is these racist? Like when, you know, like, hey, hey, little baby, calm down. Like then he touch her shoulder. Or he tried to touch her or something. Like why are you touching her? Yeah, you know, she's, she's like, like she's like you. I mean, it's the same rage as like these racists. Like when a person of color moves in their neighborhood, it's like how dare you be on the same level as me? Not mm -hmm. even the same level, but better. Like it, it, it's mm -hmm. the same exact energy. So you know what the people are like he may not be racist, but like, to me that's proof enough. That is, he, he does not respect them. And like somebody else mentioned too, he was trying to fight Sam, I think. And the door Melage threw the spear in between the two of them. And mm -hmm. then Bucky stepped in and was like, hey, hey, calm down. And he was willing to talk to Bucky. Mm -hmm. You know, like, oh no, I can take I care of it. I didn't even notice that. That's a really good point. I'm just mm -hmm. okay. Exactly. This is very exactly. intentional. Okay. This is very intentional. Right. These are not accidental moments. No, like... John Walker would be like, for one thing, the flag smashers are Antifa, and it would be like giving Stephen Miller like the super soldier serum. Like that's John Walker, like giving a petulant child the super soldier serum, and super then super soldier serum is not gonna fix that hairline. It's not, <laughs> and they're giving them some manufactured purpose as to why they're here when you don't have any purpose at all. Like, please sit down. No one so, invited him. No one. And you know where he wasn't invited? The the uh, he wasn't invited <laughs> at the, the the rendezvous point, which changes everything. So so yeah. Oh so yeah, D when 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 Carly made that call to um to Sam's sister Sarah, where what'd you what'd you think? I thought this is exactly what I meant. Okay, so we talked last week and I'm like, I get where she's coming from. And I, I really, again, we got to go back to Sam's conversation with her because that's what he was saying. He was like, baby, I get it. I understand. I promise I do. This just isn't the way. Like, There is a better way. This just ain't the way. It's like, I'm not condemning you even for what you've done already. I'm just saying from, from, from here on out, maybe we should do it a different way. That all got busted up. So when she called his sister... I'm like, okay, Carly, you have crossed the line now because it's not just, and I'm hoping it was an empty threat. I, I, I really do. I don't know for sure. I'm hoping it was. Um, but the fact that she got the intel on the boys 
That's it why I think it's like, it, one thing, like maybe even calling a sister because I'm like, well, maybe like not threatening her because at first, like when they had that conversation, I'm like, okay, they, they kind of agree with each other. But mm-hmm. I was like, when she started threatening the family, I'm like, the sister would have gotten the message of her just saying, hey, I need your brother to take me serious. Can you just give me these coordinates? That would have been enough. But then she like threatens the whole family. And I'm just like, she. She's doing. She's also doing the 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 bravado and and false confidence thing too, because like they said, she's a child. I don't know how old she is, but she's she looks. She's I think she's a kid, and this is a lot for her to do. And she has to be strong. She has to at least display dominance to lead mm-hmm. the rest of the people. She can't show fear. She's got to let them know it's a, it's kind of like an enemies necessary type thing, and. For her talking to Sam's sister again, I think it was like I'm 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 saying these things, I'm saying them. Oh, I mean, I'm really gonna hurt your boys. Like I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna say it because I need you to know I'm serious. But like you said, the reaction that she got from the sister, especially saying, "Look, I don't care about this country. I couldn't care less about that mascot." It was like, "Oh, okay, we're on the same team." I hate that it had to be you. I hate yeah. that I have to come at you this way. But this is what's gonna get the job done. So I also I, like I, that I she says. Like I also like she, that she says, "There's no way my brother would be working with that white man. There's only one white man my brother works for, and works with, and that is the Winter Soldier, a Captain America." <laughs> but not, but not, I love that. Like, like that, like that was such a good moment. Like I said, like they, I'm like, I'm like, maybe she at first before she threatened, I was like, maybe because she knows from the way he talked about his sister that she and his sister would see more eye to eye. Um. And then because I feel like she she has a, had a feeling that he wasn't working with John Walker, but um, I don't know. Like I said, I, to me, when she started making the threats to the family, I'm just like, they have nothing to do with you. And mm-hmm. in fact, they, they really are people that you're saying that you're trying to protect and work for. So like, that's where I'm just like. And I'm glad you said that because to me, this is, this is a hot take. Um, Carly is not much different than John in the two situations. So if you're going to say that John reacted violently and he didn't have to do what he did, it was out of rage and grief, then you have to say the same for Carly because she didn't have to. But her plan, like she put a plan into motion to kill to kill John and she, you know, she ended up killing Sam. I mean, not Sam. She ended up killing Lamar, which and was And it looks like she was awful. like upset. It mm. was awful. And the reason and I, I give that her Lamar would end up getting killed. Give her a little slack is I'm wondering if she just for a moment forgot how powerful she was mm. and that he is a he is a human being. Like this is a regular everyday man you can't fight him like you fight bucky and falcon and all maybe, your everybody you maybe because like the way that jean was fighting you could tell he had some kind of serum maybe she assumed lamar had the same thing because afterwards she like when she realized he wasn't getting up she kind of had that oh shit moment hmm. well yeah that's what i'm saying I, I don't think she i don't think she intended to kill him i'm not taking it away from her because she still did it like this is a situ- this is a bucket situation. I still did it, so she's got to take ownership of that. She'll have to atone for that, and she should. But I don't. I honestly don't think she intended to kill him. 
I yeah, it's like it's I like when you grab the handle. I don't think she'd yeah. be that upset if she intended to. Yeah, it's like when you grab the handle of the cabinet, and then next thing you know, the whole cabinet door is in your hand, and you're like, "Damn, I'm stronger than I thought." So, so, I, I, so, so, so yeah, you could definitely see like the disbelief in her, um, in her, in her face when she did that. And and I want to go back to something you said, D, because um, on our other podcast, um, which we referred to as well, we referred to as the. Um, election 2020 miniseries but i always talk about how how um, ideology isn't a straight line it almost like you become so radical that it almost creates a circle and it and at the bottom of the circle almost like comes really close so you could be so far to the left of something and so far to the right of something that is also almost is the same and i think that's that's where you're going with um with with carly and john like it's getting to the point where she's becoming so much so extreme like there's no difference even though what you're fighting for is actually good but it's becoming so extreme it's kind of like really a really good no allegory difference. for how some leftists are right now like the ones that are like very i forgot what accelerationist that they're willing to sacrifice the lives of people of color and poor people to get to their end and it's just like it's defeating the whole purpose of your movement, mm -hmm. which is to be for the people. Mm -hmm. So I think this is like a really good allegory. This moment, people may not like to hear mm -hmm. that, but it's true, in my opinion. So yeah, what happens next? Lamar, Lamar ends up dead, which is still totally John's fault. So John is enraged. He jumps out the window. He chases down a guy, and then we see. Just and the guy the, that didn't even kill Lamar, he just happened to exactly. be there. He, he was just the first guy that, that John caught. And we see the the just the brutal murder of John shoving the shield into the guy's head repeatedly. In front of D, tons of people. D, D, I'll, I'll hold your mule. Go ahead. On top of it, with the man pleading and saying it wasn't me, with his hands literally up. He is lying down with his hands up, begging for his life, saying, please, no, it wasn't me. There is no justification for what John did. I don't I'm I'm not I don't I don't want to hear rage. I don't want to hear grief. I don't want to hear crime of passion. I don't care. No, I don't care. None of it. There's no justification for what he did. He wanted to kill somebody. And that's who he called. That's what it was. He didn't care that it was that there were people watching. He didn't care that it was in the open. He didn't care that this person was not guilty of the crime. He was just so angry and so pumped up on, on Mountain Dew that he killed a man. And I think a part Lamar of it, it's like, I feel like most of it was about Lamar. But I think part of it was like his ego. Again, he's like, people are disrespecting me again. So he's like, okay, it's time for me to make my point. Because he did it with all those people watching. And it, to me, it looks like he didn't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't want to add it's, like, uh, go ahead. the optics. Just want to say the optics to that. Because, you know, a lot of times we see video. And if you think about it, just, just think about the video from, from the person who's watching the video. Not the people who are there who saw the whole thing. The people's perspective watching the video or that have long clip. You see John standing there killing this man with the shield. And then you see two Avengers standing there watching Screw the fact that they were they were up wherever. We know where they were. We know what they mm. were doing. We know that's not the case, but that's how it looks. So now it looks like the Avengers and their cohorts are just letting it happen. 
Mm-hmm. Just oh, like, you're right. You know, That's going to look like it was all the Avengers. It's like a man is, is lying down, handcuffed, and somebody's got a knee on the neck, and the partners are just standing there letting it happen. Yep. Yeah, and I wanted to say this. It like because going back to that conversation earlier, like people are saying, like, oh, he's enraged, yada yada yada. Like it, it's almost like when you see like these murder cases, and basically the defense is like, Okay, if you shot somebody one time, that was self-defense. If you shoot somebody 17 times, like the you, dude you was already, that shit. yeah, dude was already down. He was already dead, and Jerry kept going. Like, it's like, again, like, even the optics, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. is supposed to be for defending. And he turns exactly. this thing into a weapon. Weapon. Exactly. Courtney, thank you. Because I was going to say that's that, the too, whole though. thing about Captain America is, like, he doesn't really have a weapon. No. The S.H.I.E.L.D. is just defense. Exactly. And that's his personality. And this dude turns it into a weapon. Like, the S.H.I.E.L.D. is disgraceful. Not a, just it not is. even just any weapon, but one to kill. And then not only does he do this... And and brutally murdered this man. He then stands over him like Muhammad Ali, like you know, like like he's the, the champ, people's champ with his shield. And it's like, no, if you have remorse, if you if you commit a crime of passion, you would expect remorse once you snap out of it, right? Like, and, and oh my like God, there was no oh shit moment, like oh what did nothing. I do? There was yes, y'all look around, everybody look. This is what happens. When you fuck with Captain America, and that's not the message. <laughs> and that's like the least Steve Rogers thing ever. You know? Who else wants some uh, Hollywood cook? Yeah, that's, that's pretty much like that. he should have just took his shirt off. Ain't lying. Yeah. Like what? What? Who else wants some? You pickle. You pickle. I just want to say we called this episode bit for bit. We called yeah. the the whole episode. So, like I said, anyone making fun of us for our theories, we have been right. Yeah. Like, like Ron we, and I were talking about this. We're still right about Mephisto. Uh yeah, I'm still holding on to that. I'm still holding on to that. But he's, to, he's to co- the big bag. Sorry, he was a big bag. So to close to, to close this episode, Courtney, I actually want to go to one of your other theories that we haven't talked about. It's very, 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 very obvious, and I will be surprised if we see otherwise. It's very obvious that Sharon Carter is the power broker. Yeah, she's she like, is, I have, I have some satellites. And then all of a sudden, like Carly has like the specific location of Sam's sister. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, it, we we just say that to say this. Um, we 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 enjoy we do enjoy the conversations like we have right or wrong, but at the same time, I, I feel like right. I, I feel like I feel like yeah, our our, our brains. Our, yeah. yeah, our hit rate is pretty good here. So um, mm-hmm. so that's all I got for this episode. Y'all have any closing thoughts? I'm just saying, like I said, I'm pleasantly surprised by like the imagery by Disney. Just the America's shield with the blood dripping off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that was very important. It's a very... Um, people need to see. Very January 6th moment. D, what about you? Oh, I just wanted to ask. We, we didn't mention it. So um, I yo did the five point pressure mm-hmm. thing and pull and not buck his arm off. Mm-hmm. Um, it looked, he, it's weird because really to me, it could be, it could be interpreted in different ways. Okay. One, you could look at it as he was looking at her. Like, I didn't know you could do that. Or he was looking at her like, 
I can't believe you did that. I think it but was I'll, a ladder, like a yeah, betrayal. Because doesn't doesn't somebody say? Yeah. Did, did you know she could do that? He I don't like, know if he said it no. or, or. I think Sam asked. Sam oh, okay. asked him, and he said no, but it was like no. But I'm thinking of. But I think I think it was know. in the way of like not that like he knew he knew that she knew how to do it. It's like knew that she she could do that to him. So I guess one day when when the white wolf was in the cave, she was like, "Hey, I'm gonna take this orange back to the palace. Don't ask what I'm doing with it." So, okay. Let me t- <laughs> let me borrow this. Let me borrow. Let me borrow back. this metallic orb. This it needs maintenance. This is mechanical orb. Yeah, it needs it needs to be it needs to be greased. But I think that's greased. a good. Oh my god, you said greased. Um. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you but I'm I'm thinking because again they're they're close so even mm-hmm. if even if it's not a, a romantic thing they are close so to me it, it looked more like a like wow you like you did this to me you know um Renny, you've seen Moonlight and remember when Little was eating and he wouldn't mm-hmm. talk and mm-hmm. he pulled his plate away how sad mm-hmm. he looked it was almost mm-hmm. like that like like he, like he did this to me mm-hmm. yeah and that's how I took it. Like it, it came movie. to me, like, like why? How could you do this? Heartbroken like, to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's what it was with them. And then, as far as the end of it, I'm wondering where, um, what's going to happen now with um, America? Like, are they just going to take the shield back? Is he going to go home? I think he's going to go. Gonna I think he's going to go ape ship. You think he he's going to roll? Is he going to keep the shield? He or has the serum in him. So who's going to check him now? Bucky, okay, it's gonna have but to be Bucky, right? Thing. I also think, like, I think I still think that, that like, his superiors aren't gonna 100% care, they're gonna be like, hey, just be careful. But remember, he's still doing the bidding of the American government, it's gonna be on paid leave. Um, so is so, <laughs> is it possible? Is it possible get that, that PTO without having to use your PTO? Yeah. Is it possible that they kind of join forces in a way? To have the common enemy that will be John, yes, because they're gonna need like their other super soldiers, they're pissed because John has killed their friend, and they have to like Carly's still on the run, like she's and still I think being Zemo hunted. may, I think Zemo may be like the I all about Zemo. I, really I think he's it. gonna be like another villain. I don't know what he's, he's gonna gone. do, he's gonna do something. I wouldn't be mad if Zemo got him because again now he has a super serum, so he's on his list. The mm-hmm. the it's like a belly moment. Like Zemo is like eating eating the, eating the banana. Like no, nah, I don't like that shit. I don't <laughs> like that shit. We got we got to drop a dive on him. I don't like that. So so I yeah. I <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I think that's a good serum. place to uh, that's a good place to to close the episode. And uh, once again, just let us know your your thoughts. Um, let us know how you feel about. John, how you feel about Zemo, how you feel about Carly, how you how you feel about everybody. But like I said, that's all we got for this week. Until next time. Peace. Peace. Rest in peace, Lamar Hoskins. What's his name? Yeah, Battlestar. In, yeah, Battlestar. Yeah, rest I, in peace, Lamar Hoskins. I, I just knew it. You you deserve better, but you also were friends with uh Yeah. <laughs> Lesson learned here. Don't follow a white man into battle. Peace. No, never.